All right, welcome to quarter three, day 51. Today we're going over Mark chapter 10 in our year-long study of the New Testament. And Mark 10 is such a fantastic chapter with so much wisdom from Jesus throughout the chapter. I'll go ahead and read verses uh, 35 through 45 in the chapter. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came over and spoke to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do us a favor. What is your request? He asked. They replied, when you sit on your glorious throne, we want to sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But Jesus said to them, you don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism of suffering I must be baptized with? Oh, yes, they replied, we are able. Then Jesus told them, you will indeed drink from my bitter cup and be baptized with my baptism of suffering. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or, or my left. God has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. So Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. So Jesus really uh, defines his purpose and uh, instructs his disciples about what it means to be the leader. The leader has to be willing to sacrifice everything. I think that's why, as I was thinking about this, I think that's why we cheer for leaders in movies who ride into battles with their with their armies, you know, who actually lead their soldiers at the front of the charge into battle against the enemy. And and maybe it's probably why we might tend to root against uh, the leaders, the, the kings. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it in movie scenes before, those kings who sit way back from the front lines, safe from any possible arrows or harm from the enemy as the soldiers charge forward and, Many of them get killed. You can't really respect someone like that who, who's not willing to make himself low and put someone else first. And Jesus was reminding his disciples that that he came to serve, not to sit on some high, untouchable position, um, you know, some position of authority. Another great uh, story in this chapter is back in verses 17 through 22, and I'll read those. Um, well, no, I won't read them. You can read them yourself. But it's when Jesus speaks to the rich young man and tells him to sell all of his possessions and give the money to the poor and and follow Jesus. And then Jesus further explains to his disciples the, the value of giving up what most people normally value here on earth, the, you know, the material possessions, the comfortable life in order to follow Jesus. 
I'll, I'll read what Jesus says in verses 29 through 31 here, if I can find those pretty quick. He says, I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive in re- now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property, along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. But many who are greatest now will be least important then, and those who seem least important now will be the greatest then. And as I read those words of Jesus, you know, I think about it. It's it's so hard sometimes for me, maybe for all of you too, to give up what is comfortable. Um, I love how Jesus explains that if you're willing to do that, you will get back a hundred times what you were willing to give up for the sake of Christ. So um, the only other verse I'll mention is back in verse 15 when Jesus says, I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And I, I've i thought about that verse too a lot over the years. Um, in which I've heard it. And, you know, maybe what comes to mind for me is that you need to trust wholeheartedly. You know, maybe we need to be genuine like a child who is not trying to fool anyone, no ulterior motives. Children kind of call it like they see it, right? There, There aren't secret hidden plans. You know, and and as adults, we can tend to screw a lot of that up. Um, and if we really consider what Jesus is asking of us, you know, we can we can grow to be great servants. As as adults, we can we can instead of screw it up, we can. We can serve people the same way Jesus did, very unselfishly. So great words in chapter 10. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for chapter 10 and all the the words that Jesus gave to his disciples and how we can reflect on those today and do what it is that he instructed his disciples to do, and that's be willing to serve. Um, you know, put someone else in in front of ourselves, and be be get, be willing to give up those material possessions, those creature comforts, those things that that people tend to value. And he, Jesus, basically, you promise that we will get a hundred times in return if we're willing to do that for your sake. So help us to remember that as we decide how we're gonna spend our money, how we're going to serve others, and and what we're going to focus on each day. In his name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.